Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. <laughs> The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. Let's go back to to Tommy and Emer because, like I said, we held off on this for a little while, but it just won't go away. And just to recap, again, the timeline. Um, it's a show that, it's a gag that's been in Tommy's show for a while. It's the gag about taxi drivers. You've probably read it or seen it at this stage. I don't intend to repeat it anymore. If you want me to, I will, but ask me. I won't do it off the top of my head. Emer O'Neill was at the Vicar Street show, Tommy's Vicar Street show, and took offense, the RTE presenter and children's book writer. She left the concert. She went to social media. That caused a reaction, as it would. Tommy got in touch with her initially by email. They then had a conversation on the phone, which she says was nearly an hour long. Tommy personally apologized to her during that phone call. She, she couldn't say enough about him. She couldn't be nicer about him, actually, uh, talking about that that phone call. He has removed the gag from his set. He has also, at other shows, addressed the matter uh, as, as part of his show. I haven't seen the show since, so I don't know what he's been saying we thought that might be the end of it but it's a story that just won't go away there's a terrible amount of trolling going on against Emer and against other um, people who call her in Ireland like Denise Tyler and Emma Dabry uh, they're getting an awful time and, and that's appalling that should simply not be happening Emer then went on the Clareborn radio show talking about the phone call they'd had and in the middle of that she seemed to be asking for a public apology. Now, I don't know whether that's exactly what she was said. I listened back to the interview. I don't think she really kind of asked for that. But look, there's a huge reaction. It, it certainly has hit a nerve with the public and raised questions about whether we are a bit more racist than we'd like to think we are. And also, what is acceptable in comedy and what is not uh, in Tommy's show, if you've ever seen any of his shows, nothing's spared. Nobody is spared in, in Tommy's comedy. And I, personally, I'm a fan. I've seen him three or four times. I love the guy. I'm going in the summer again when he comes to the marquee. I just love what he does. But that's me. And I love the way he does it. But, Carol, you wanted to start off this conversation this morning. Like, you're following the story. What do you think? Morning. Um, hi, TJ. How are you? Um, yeah, I I did see the story and I reached out to Emer when it did happen yeah, because I suppose comedy can affect all different people in different ways and comedy can be, um, you know, divided into different genres. And my brother used to always say about Tommy, and I don't know how you would feel about me see, saying this, that there's a certain niche that would go to see him. So if I was to define Tommy's type of character, I would find it very crude comedy. So I would, you know, being a person with a disability that's very physically seen, it would be a kind of show that I've avoided at all costs for that specific reason. It's not a comedy that I would be into or agree with myself. And yeah. it's not like I've never been to a comedy show. And I remember being on the show um, with Tommy. Yeah, I was going to get him. to that. You were a guest on yeah. Tommy's talk show. So you got to yeah. probably ch a chance to, to meet him properly, which very few of us do. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I'm not saying that I don't like Tommy as a person. 
I just don't like the way his comedy shows go, you know, even when he was telling jokes on the adverts when I was up at the Tommy Tiernan show because he doesn't know who's coming out. I wasn't amused at, at what he was saying to the crowd before okay. I personally came out because they're fixing the stage that the audience, you know, the audience on like at home don't see, you know, and he made a comment before I came publicly out to be interviewed by him, you know, yeah. and I suppose it, 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 it's harsh, you know, and you see this, this is a deeper story than people realize. It's not like Emer went to a show and didn't like a comment that was said, uh, and you know, people might see it this way. It's a deeper hurt that she's been living with since probably she was a kid. Yeah. Because <laughs> like myself. It's a 10 second line, Carol, in a now, in a 90 minute show. Yeah. You yeah. Know. But you see, PJ, just imagine you're a child and you don't fit into society, what I call society norms. So you've been conditioned to believe that Remarks like that are said to you and everybody else to intentionally hurt you since you've been a child and that scars you. And I've said, Tommy even noticed that within myself, you know, it scars you growing up. Mm. And, you know, um, Tommy has a high profile. So if you're at a show and you, you're laughing, you know, you're saying, oh, uh, well, if Tommy Tiernan has the right to say it, then I can take them liners out of the show and I have a right to use them in society. And do you believe that is wrong? And I question Tommy, like for me, what, how do you define a good comedian? Is it one that can take the Mickey out of themselves mm. or one that has to scour the audience and pick on people, you know, and pick on incidences that, you know, people can't change, you know, um, like, and we have, we have all buttons that can be pushed, you know, yeah. all issues that maybe we grew up with. And like, even like, you know, everyone's family is affected by something. So for me, like, it's dwarfism. So if you're going to say a derogatory term at a show that affects me and I know is bad, I'm not going to react well to it. You know, um, it would be the same if he did a remark at a show that reflected some of your family members. You know, you're, it's going to sting you worse than a bee because you know, like, they are aspects that people can't change. Mm. If you're going to slag my clothes, you know, there's a difference between slagging and mocking. Um, I can take that because maybe I, I bad taste and I can change that taste. But when it comes to color or skin or physical, these are elements of people's life that they have been singled out about all their life and their aspects that um, you can't change. And mm. I asked Tommy that, like, if you knew as a comedian that you are hurting people's feelings so emotional, you're digging into their trauma, how can you be happy about doing that? How can you sleep at night? And my question, like if I was back with Tommy, and I did ask him that, because when I was trying to change his opinions to using derogatory terms, I asked him, you know, uh, I'm a daughter, a sister, a friend, an aunt, you know, it not only affects me, but it affects a wider circle. How would he feel if it was his grandchild? Because he had a new grandchild at the time. Mm. If Tommy had a mixed race grandchild, would he still make them jokes? If he had a child with a disability, would you still make them jokes? Would it change your perception? Yeah. Because sometimes you can't see it unless until it knocks on your own door. We all like it's human. It's human nature. Sometimes we all laugh at something, but when it's that personal, like you, like Tommy is a comedian. He can pull a face expression that you're going to laugh at him anyway. He doesn't yeah. need all these things, yeah. you know, because he is funny. He's an amazing actor, and he doesn't need all this. And the, the one I thing I want to say about him, Carol, is if, as an as, a, as an observer of his comedy, and I've seen him as I said three or four times, and watched him on yeah. video countless times. Nothing yeah. is spared. He spares nobody. Is that maybe something he should rethink? Maybe. Like, w would it bother you? Would it bother you? Like, if he was, like, you have a family member that yeah. is affected. Yeah. yeah. With disability, If he yeah. made a, a stint about that at a show, would it bother you? Can I be very honest with you, Carol? Yeah. So, 
in wait, wait, there's parents like me are in yeah. chat groups, WhatsApp groups, and particularly the mummies. They meet a lot, and there would be a group of mummies that we know. If you yeah, sat yeah. as a fly on the wall at their coffee meetings, you'd go, yeah. "God Almighty, that's horrible." The black humor is incredible. So, yeah, I'm not sure how I'd react if I yeah, heard a yeah, joke yeah. that Tommy. Yeah, I'm not. I don't know how I'd react. Do you know what I yeah. mean? But um, what if you had your son with you and you saw his face drop in a horror? Well, would that affect you? Yes. Yes, it yeah. would. Yes, it yeah, would. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, it yeah. would. I, I have to say that it would. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he's had to live with the experience. Emer has had to live with the experience. I've had to live. And it's not like that will end. Yeah. That will continue for as long as we let it. And I suppose as I've Emer's an advocate, I'd be an advocate. We're trying to change the world for future generations so that they don't have to experience the bigotry, the singling out, the mocking that we've had to live with all our lives. And, you know, you know, uh, you know, I said to Tommy, sometimes you need to think before you speak. And is it about making an audience laugh, getting a few more likes? And then you have all the trolls coming in, you know, and you'd probably get loads of them. Well, you said I put them into a separate category, Carol. Yeah. I put them into a separate category. Uh, but what T- Tommy's think- a professional comedian, and, and he writes his show, yeah. and he rehearses his show to the very last word. Trolls are just, they're just scuts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Trolls well, are just scuts. Now, maybe what's I, happened is feeding trolls, and that's totally wrong. Yeah, 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 and that's hard, and that's why the story lingers on, because the trolls keep jumping in and they keep you know and then it goes to society like you could be walking around and they're like oh that's the one you know it's 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 it all kind of escalates from one situation and you know it was lovely to hear Tommy apologize you know when I was trying to change his mind he came into the green room as well because you are getting him to think but my question was will he learn from this situation, I don't know. It's not the first situation that he's been pulled on. No, it's not. You know, and no, it's not. I yeah. remember a previous one, though. I remember a previous one when yeah. he was making a joke about a certain... It was about a certain disability, which yeah. I won't yeah. mention, yeah. you'll know. And I was listening to a phone-in about it, Carol. And at the very yeah. end of that phone-in, somebody called the show who has that disability and said, Hang on a minute. I thought it was one of the funniest things I ever heard. Yeah, yeah, you see, yeah, yeah. You, you, and you can't kind of. And you're right. You know, there's something that would hurt you if Tommy yeah. used it in his something hurt Emer in in, in yeah. his his content. But everybody, everybody, Carol has something that will hurt them. Exactly, and then, like I said, you can't, to Tommy, so you can't legislate for that. Yeah, exactly. And I said, for me personally. And I know you're a fan. I wouldn't go to his comedy show. He said he would reach out to me when he was in Cork uh, because he wanted me to come and I suppose change that experience for me. I've been to Des Bishop a lot of times and I love his shows. And I said that to Tommy as well, you know. Des doesn't spare the horses though, Carol. But he's taken the mickey out of himself. And yeah. Well, at the shows I've been at, you know, it's taken the mickey out of himself. And you're sitting there saying, I can relate to that scenario there's a difference when you're mocking yourself but when you're picking certain people and categories does yeah. that make sense have you ever been to see Daryl O'Brien um no have you I seen what he does with his front row <laughs> what have you seen what? what he does with his front row no, no the entire no, no. front row become part of Daryl O'Brien's act yeah yeah seriously <laughs> I was asked was he in Cork last year I was he asked was. to go to his show he was, he was. Yeah, he was and brilliant. I refused he was brilliant. I, I refuse, sorry. <laughs> um, yeah, for me, like you said, um, everyone has issues and it's up to yourself. It's, you have a choice whether you want to go. Emer said she went blindsided. She didn't know anything about him. Yeah. For me, I'd rather spend my money going to the crowd, as you would know yeah. that. And I've said that openly to Tommy. He knows that. But that doesn't mean that I don't like him I as know. a person because watching him acting, I, I love the character. He's a fabulous girl, actor. You know? Do you know what I forgot to do, Caroline? That's because you and me are, 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 are pals. I forgot yeah. to tell people why, um, why, why you in particular have a comment on this. And of course, this is your own. You were a guest on Tommy's show. 
Um, I was, yeah, yeah. You, you're and, a, you're also, you, you are, you are a little person, a person of restricted growth. Correct? Yeah, and you know, we talked about this loads of times. I've been subject to societal abuse since I was four, three or four years of age. You know, it, it, it's not like, and like I said, it stings worse than a bee. And when I was on a lot, like when I did that. Um, interview with Tommy. It was actually an hour's long, you know. Yeah. And you know, I'm a talker, and I was one of the longest interviews he he did. Besides Roy Keane, I think Roy Keane's after stealing that spot now on me. <laughs> but um, I did challenge him on questions like that, but they were just edited out, you know, because they picked what they felt the show needed, you know. And yeah, yeah because I, you know, it's not me. You know, my job now, I, you know, I still get agitated and I still get uh, a comments like that, but it's for me to educate you. So I try to make you see it from a different perspective. And that's why I wanted to come on this morning. There's always a deeper story, you know. Um, it's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze. Relax and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. It's, it's not like someone's being dramatic or you know it was just the comment that was said and you have to get over it but like I said as I was said to Emer, your researcher yesterday and um, it sometimes stings worse than a bee you yeah. know and it's like someone's putting a dagger in your heart and like sometimes you think we're in 2023 now we should have we should be learning from something instead of you know one of my biggest icons is Michael Jordan and he said, um, I realize that I'm black, but I don't have to be constantly reminded of it. And sometimes you feel with these shows, you're being constantly reminded, constantly okay. singled out. And that's not easy for the person that's the butt of the joke or the person that the spotlight is on. Okay. You know, okay. it's great for the person telling the joke, but for the receiver, it can be crucifying and it can draw up memories and torture that have lasted a lifetime. And won't end, right. you know. And Tommy said, like, stuff like that he doesn't think will ever be eradicated out of comedy. And that's hard to hear. But then if that's the case, the people that, like myself, just won't go to shows like that. I'd rather, why would I go to a show to be upset? There's you know, a, I'd rather spend my time, you know, living it up in... For me, it's music, you know yeah. that. Or going, going to your 20 concerts a year, minimum. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Carol, listen, yeah, always yeah. good to talk to you, girl. I'll see you, I'll see you at some stage, uh, in, in the near future. That's, that's Carol Rice. Uh, and that's me, that's her point. Look, Tommy doesn't deliberately go out of his way to hurt someone. But then she says, well, it, it does hurt me and it did hurt Emer and it could hurt other people. And when she challenged him on it and Emer challenged him on it and he rang her and they talked and, he took it out of his act and, and all of that. If he's gone too far, says Mary, he's losing work. He's a lovely man. People should stop talking about it. And he slammed down, Mary slammed down the phone. But people want 
to talk about it. We're, we're very busy. Frank and John and Eri uh, all want to talk on the phone. So does D. And who has sent us? Kevin has sent us a voice message. Ah, oh, there it is. There it is. She tried to change the world. She's trying to put her name in the history books forevermore. She's trying to get her 15 minutes of fame. It's a where I presume. It's all about, like, you know what I mean? Jumping at an opportunity to get noticed about something stupid. Like, it's a damn joke. If the lady has got some personal issues because she was offended, then she needs to go speak to a counsellor. Please mention that to the lady on the radio. Tell her the other lady needs to go see a damn counsellor if she's getting that upset about something so simple. I haven't even heard the joke. I don't even know what joke it is. I know it's a joke about taxis, but all I know is that whatever the damn thing is, whether it be cancer, whether it be dwarfism, whether it be the damn taxi drivers, it's a joke. It's a joke. That's very much the kind of comment that, say, Ricky Gervais would make about offence being taken. Offence is not given, offence is taken. To take offence is a choice. That's another look at that. Dee, what do you want to say? Good morning. Good morning, uh, PJ. Um, I just said I don't know the man. I've never been to any of his shows. I saw him on television one night. Yes. Didn't like his humour, so I turned over the channel. Yes. I mean, if we, if we were all to get upset about something, he said, he'd have no work. Yeah. yeah. I mean, seriously. I think she kind of went a little bit overboard. Like, if she's hurt by something, he said, well, she's hurt by something, he said. And, and, that, and yeah, that's but her she right. Didn't. Yes, it is, of course. I mean, I'm not saying it's not her right. But why go all over social media? Yeah. That, that, that It was her personal. She was hurt by it. So why does she have to broadcast this? Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's not fair. I mean, as I say, I don't like his humour. I don't know the man. Mm. If I saw him on the television, I'd change over the channel. Yeah, do you I watch mean, his talk seriously? show? No. <laughs> I might now after this. Yeah. It's a different side of him, to be honest. You're, you're, not, yeah, a, yeah. you're not a fan. No, I'm not really. But, but it's a, I mean, you've said there, no, have you ever watched his talk show? Because I've seen it is his talk show, i changed the channel. I see. So, so, I might try and watch it next time and see. Yeah. yeah okay. It's, it's totally different to his stand-up, I'll put it that way. You know what I mean? I don't think, one, he shouldn't have apologised, and two, he shouldn't take the joke out. Well, he did bolt, actually. He apologised to her on the phone because he said, thank you, Dee, he said that as a middle-aged white man, he wasn't in a position to understand how she felt. And how others might feel. That's what he said to her. And so because he wasn't in a position to get it, he decided, well, look, I'll take it out of the show and I'm sorry that it offended you. That's what he seems, that's what he said to Emer O'Neill, according to her account, uh, when she went on the Clareborn radio show. Mike, morning. What do you want to say? How are you? All right, bye. No, why, why is, why is everyone so delicate about things these days? Do you know, like I, I've been to Neil Delamere and come here, I was a target because I was a front row, front row, and I was a target for him. Yeah, yeah. Because because of my my red beard and my my red hair and the size of me. What did but, he What did he say to you? Well, I had to stand. I stood up in the crowd, and uh, he, he 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 really he went to town on me because I'm a farmer and everything. And but like, look, it, it's all look. You want to, if you want to go to a show like that, just prepare to be. And Mike, did you feel uncomfortable when he was doing that? No, nah. but I was, I was, much, I was much shame as as uh, a streaker in a, in a football match. I, 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 I wouldn't give, I wouldn't care. Yes, but but like, but the thing is, people are getting too soft. Yes. Yes. Like, like I grew up. Look, I've been. Look, I know. I said, did you? Did you? I've been being called ginger all my life. Carrot top the whole shebang. <laughs> yeah. And, like, it's... I, I've taken absolutely no notice, but people are getting so soft. Like, you were, you were, you were, you were afraid to say boo to someone, oh, and they'd be like, oh, you were, you're insulting me. I've got to, to go to my therapist. Do not across the thing. I have a therapist. Is, that, is, 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 is can I walk? A bit of sugar, I'm kind. You know, like, it's just people are getting too soft. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> 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 well, if if you were 
taken apart by Neil Delamere. I've never seen Neil live, but if you're taken apart by Neil Delamere, you need to stay out of the front three rows of Dara yeah, O'Brien. <laughs> my buddies put me there because they know I was going to be a target anyway. <laughs> and, you, you, and trust me, blind, you, you, you must be blind if you can miss, if you miss me, like, because I trust me, I am a oh, yeah. I, oh, yeah. I, oh, yeah. you, you, We have met, like, we just, it's just, I, am a, I am a beacon. Oh, I am if, a you beacon go to, if you go to higher ground, like the airport has been formed, I know that. Oh, I know that. I come here. I come here. I have to give him two weeks notice when I go down because the <laughs> so I'm I come people be like, look, people can take a left these days. Like suck it up, buttercup. Oh, crikey. All right, Mike. Leave it there. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> I do see where you're coming from, though. John. Morning. How are you, fella? What do you want to say? Well, look, um, if people get a ticket and they go to see the like Jimmy Carroll, Billy Connolly, and Tommy Tierman, like, they know everything is up for grabs. Right now, I personally won't go to see Jimmy Carroll because he makes jokes about abortion. I won't go to see Billy Connolly because the disgrace that he carried on when he made the man, uh, 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 Ken Begley in Iraq that time when he was getting his head cut off. He made that part of his stage routine, which is absolutely appalling. I remember that. I remember that controversy. That was yeah. savage. That he never apologized to the family to this day, right? Uh, so every time I see uh, Billy Connolly you know, coming on, if I hear him on the radio, if I see him on TV, I switch the channel straight away. I won't even uh, really? look at him, the man. Oh, yeah, I won't even look at him. Like, And I was a huge fan of Billy Connolly. But after that, remark, I thought that was despicable to make a, put that part of his routine. Now, if you go to see the like of Tommy you know sometimes he improvises and he makes his up PJ as he goes along and he reads the audience, whatever. He might make a joke and then he might add to it and he might get a, a, 10 minutes of the routine maybe out of something he said, you know, to go in a different direction. But I mean, if you go to a live show, look, if you don't like Robert said, just get up and walk out. But you paid your money and you don't know what's going to come. That's the, that's the point, right? And as a girl's are this outrage, look, people are outraged. And maybe th- th- this is just a, a way of venting their anger, no, Peter, because people are sick of it. No, the way undocumented people are allowed to come into this country. I hear it every single don't day. Don't bring anything else into the, play, into, into no, the conversation. No, but no, unfortunately, John. it's kind of connected because oh. that's what the, people, the way people feel. So if this joke How, how is me, it connected to Tommy Tiernan, John? Well, because it's the way people feel. I mean, like people are, are cancelling out there. They need, you know, that's, that um, complained about it. But I mean, the reason people are, they're venting their anger in that direction, and that's the reason they're doing it. I hear it every day of the week. Okay. But the thing is, look, if you pay your money and you go to see Tommy Well, Thierman, well hold on, oh, well, let's be fair. This line, this particular line, was in Tommy's show when I heard it at the marquee last summer and he's been it's been in there for a while it's got you know yeah. so and there was there was no outrage when I heard it last summer yeah were you outraged by it? no yeah well you see but I'm not into I'm not one of the like I'm not I'm, I'm not a person of colour Emer was was offended by that line and yeah, but- she, she has a right to be offended by that. Of course she has, like the same as I have a right to be offended about what Billy Connolly said about Ken Indeed Bindi. you have. Indeed, right, you, indeed uh, you have. And if you, ta- if you take offence, then, then don't go anymore, I guess. John, thank you as always. Frank, how are you? You're on the radio. Morning, PJ. How are you? How are you, fella? Not too bad. I don't know. It's, it's sounding to me like a setup. Tell me I more. Mean, yeah, I mean, personally, I never heard of this girl before this. She's an RTE presenter. She's done some some cover work on the Today Show. She writes children's books. She's she's from Bray, actually, but she has a Nigerian heritage. Yeah, but she'll probably have her own show in the next week or two, and Tommy won't. Like. But um, you know what you're getting when you go see Tommy Tiernan. If you're paying for a ticket, you, you should know what to expect. Anything is there for the taking from Tommy. Now, the I point mean, that she's making in her latest interview was that when she put it to him why it was offensive to her and why it hurt her he said okay well look I'm a middle aged white man I don't know what it's like to be a person of colour I'm never going to experience what you've experienced so I'll take it out of the show and I'm sorry that it hurt you that was his attitude on the phone according to her yeah but she didn't mention that she got upset about the jokes about nuns. She laughed at that, actually. She, she did. She laughed and found it hilarious. So is it okay to be offended about one thing? If that's the case, you might as well just cancel all comedy. Yeah. 
you know, because I, it's got to the stage now where you, you I mean, the Kerry man jokes will have probably gone. <laughs> I mean, we grew up in them, PJ. We did. You we know, did. our day. Paddy Irish, Paddy English, Paddy... Do you remember the, the great Neil Tobin had a joke oh, for every county in Ireland? Except Cavan, they couldn't afford it. <laughs> See, <laughs> now we're doing... Oh, they wouldn't pay for it. Now, <laughs> now we're doing it, Frank, always good to talk. Thanks, mate. 0818 96 96 Hi, PJ, I think people are way too PC now. I've been to see Tommy in the past, he's great. I have a lisp. I've often been the butt of a joke at a comedy show, and it might make me a bit uncomfortable, but I just enjoy the show. Regardless, everyone has something. If we bow down to everyone with a problem, there'll be no place for comedy, which is very sad. Someone else saying that Emer is trying to get on RTE's, Emer O'Neill trying to get on RTE's gravy train, and this is her way of getting on it. I think that's a little bit cruel, but it is what it is. Thank you for that. All comedians might as well quit, says Gary, if everybody gives out about some of their act. The world has gone mad. Where is free speech? It's only a joke. <laughs> and Mike would make a great life coach, have a can of Coke. Yeah, actually, let, let's remind ourselves again of what Ricky Gervais says about offence. I have it because I went looking into it. I don't like Ricky Gervais' television. Uh, Afterlife is okay. I, I could never understand the attraction of The Office. I just don't like the guy's television stuff. But in stand-up, I think he's great. And the reason I think he's great is because nothing is off the agenda. And when that was put to him, remember he was hosting one of the award shows. Was it the Globes or was it the Oscars? I can't remember which. It was the Globes. People took offense to things he was saying. Uh, in his spiel at one of the at one of the shows, and of course the Americans are—they're the best in the world for taking offence. They're far worse than we are for taking offence to things. Ricky Gervais was asked about that. That's the thing about offence, isn't it? When people yeah. say they're offended, it's that just because you're offended it doesn't mean you're right. You know, it's uh, offence is about feelings, and feelings are personal. Some people are offended by equality. So what? You know, so you can't second guess people. If you try and please everyone, you'll please no one. Mm. With comedy as well, you've got to, I think you've got to deal with taboos and contentious issues. You know, you can't legislate against stupidity, otherwise you'll be doing nothing. So <laughs> if you're saying anything, you're, you, you should polarise. You should polarise, because everyone's different. There you go. That's Ricky Gervais on people taking offence. Offence? And I don't think comedians... And I like comedy. I've watched comedy all my life. Um, I don't think comedians set out to give offence. I think offence is taken by some people to certain things. I don't... I don't... This is an email. I don't normally react to these things or voice my opinions on these things. But I think Tommy is Tommy. Anyone good to see him knows what they're getting. And I think people are too easily offended in modern society. With Emer's comment, and correct me if I'm wrong, but what I read initially, she said not all South Africans are taxi drivers, and she had a degree. This implies to me you can't be intelligent if you're a taxi driver, and was she being offended simply because she was being grouped with an occupation and a group of people? Stroking her own ego is all she's doing. I think she needs to let it go. Tommy was around, and will be around a lot longer than Emer O'Neill. Thanks, PJ. I love the show. Rock on. Tommy. There's a few people having a pop at Eamon O'Neill here, just before you do. Uh, where I'm going to stand on that is she's entitled to be offended. She's entitled to be hurt. She's entitled to speak about it, if she is. Uh, entitled to do all those things. Ricky Gervais might say it doesn't make her right, but it doesn't remove her entitlement to talk. Kate... Hi PJ, how Hi. are you? What was that to say? Yeah, I, the, uh, I just wanted to say about Tommy Tiernan. I just, I'm seventy odd years old, and I love a joke. I love a good joke. We all do, and it, it, not to be offensive, but I mean, if you go to a comedy show and you go to Tommy Tiernan, you you are no, you must know what to expect. And I have, there's no, you know, we couldn't pick all day with someone that said something that offended you, but yeah. if. This kind of thing goes on. We'll have no comedy. Is that what they want? Do you know? Yeah, everyone is, must watch their words, watch what they say. It, uh, do you know it's gone? I, all, all the comedy all over the years. Do you, you know, the, the, the mother-in-law jokes. I'm a mother-in-law. Yeah. Do you know, like, the, you know, the wife jokes. We're all, you know, the pit of the jokes. But, like, fine, it's funny. It's humor. Yeah. 
that's what it is. That's what comedy is. It's humour. And for God's sake, relax and, and let him enjoy it and let him enjoy it. You know, every people love Tommy Tiernan. And some people might and they will find don't go to his show. Yes, you, know, you don't you have don't to. You don't have to like him and you don't have to go. Exactly, exactly. And look, Brendan O'Carroll, he came out with some great ones, you know, yeah. that, you know, you could name a load of them. And if, you know, I, ju- and I just love comedy. I just think it's, you know, you'll see for what it is. It's a, it's an hour, a half hour of fun and nothing else. Then you come out and you forget it and you enjoy the next show you see. Yeah. You know, if, if someone is offended by something that Tommy says and they have a conversation about it privately, that's okay too, isn't it? And, and I mean, look, he's gone and apologised, and I just think that should be the end of it. Forget it. Like you know, you like we, as someone said there, we're all we can all take offence at something, but does that mean the whole thing was shut down? You know, it's a fair point, Kate. Thank you. Oh eight one eight ninety six ninety six ninety six, and and that is one point of view that that is out there. That there's there's not one of us will be stung by something. Not one of us. So, before, when and a comedian might spend many months writing that ninety-minute script or that two-hour script or that one-hour script, many, many months writing it, perfecting it, rewriting it, getting the timing right, getting the timing right to the point where you think they've gone off script and they haven't. That's the great skill of comedy. Billy Connolly, for me the greatest comedian that ever trod aboard of a stage. At doing that, giving you the impression that he'd gone off script, he's gone nowhere off script. Others are great like that. But if you were to, do you have to go through the script now to see, well, I can't say that because that might, and I can't, you'd have a short script, I would imagine. Airy, morning. Hello, good morning. What's your thoughts on it, sir? Sorry, sorry. What is your thoughts on Tommy Tiernan? Uh, I, I, I've seen Tommy Chernan before, uh, a few times, and, uh, I can assure you, he usually, uh, likes to do his job properly, because since he's a comedian, he likes to make jokes. And, uh, as a comedian, he makes jokes about everything, everyone. He do- doesn't hate anyone. He just, uh, do his job. Uh, he's a, he's a comedian, just like, uh, an actor, like to play different roles. For his movies, so um, I can tell he he, da, he does his work properly, and uh, he likes to make jokes about everyone. Like uh, it can be black people or Irish people <laughs> uh, against religion, uh, Jesus Christ himself. Yeah. So uh, I, I I don't I don't see why people get so touchy. Yeah. Um, you're, you're Italian, yeah. aren't you, Eri? That's your. He's very good, I think. Anyway, he's very good at doing other accents. Yeah. Like if he did a, a joke in in an accent like yours, would it bother you? I I, I really don't mind. I, I mean, I, I will have a really really good laugh because he, he, I mean uh, he can talk about Italians in in the way he, he likes he likes better. I I won't feel offended by any way because I know he's a comedian and a, a really good comedian. You can uh, like or not his style because his style is pretty harsh, sharp, yeah. uh, caustic sometimes. Uh, you can like his style or not, yes. but you 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 have you haven't really to be offended because uh, this is his job basically. So I he will make jokes about Italians. And I will be pretty comfortable with it because I know there's stereotypes around us, as uh, around other people. Uh, there are stereotypes with uh, some religion or another one. So I, I know how to deal with cliches. Yeah. So <laughs> it's fine with me. It's so, fine. If, 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 if he starts to tell a joke about Italians and what he sees as a, a characteristic of Italians, it doesn't bother you. It's a stereotype and... And, and you, you see it as part of, of, of the joke. Eri, thank you for that. 0818 96 96 uh, People are moaning and saying, why did she have to broadcast it? And it's her own personal offence. Yeah. She put it on her own social media. This one isn't signed. She put it on her own social media, which she has every right to do. 
This other people then made the big deal for everyone to hear and she gets wrongly blamed. It's a modern problem that the person who doesn't do anything wrong other than state their opinion gets blamed rather than the people who escalated and pretend that she's the one doing the escalating. It was a distasteful joke. She did what she had a right to do. If only people reacted to politicians the same way they do when blaming someone for taking offence, we might be a very a better... Con- That's a very thoughtful comment. So, Eamor O'Neill was offended by that particular joke. She post- posted it on her social media, which she is entirely entitled to do. It's her social media. And this comment is making the point that People took it up from there and made a campaign out of it. She didn't do anything she wasn't entitled to do, objecting to the joke on her social media. Others made it a thing. That's an interesting take. Another interesting take, Eber O'Neill, God help her, being an advocate for black taxi drivers, none of whom seem to be complaining themselves, none of whom seem to be offended. Yeah, well, you saw what happened subsequently. Free now, the taxi app people, they had sponsored Tommy's latest television show, which is pre-recorded and in the can a long time ago. So the removal of the sponsorship doesn't cancel the show, but it takes. I think the can. I think the sponsorship deal on Tommy's show is worth about one hundred and twenty thousand euro. But and they they cancelled that sponsorship. Um, and the, as, again, as they're entitled to do, but it, it it didn't help his cause. Gavin, are you? Are, does it bother you that we're having this conversation on the program? Good morning. Oh, he's on the phone. Okay, Gavin, does it bother you that we're having this conversation? No, not at all. Okay, I think we're kind of like um, deflecting from Emer's experience, like you have Italians on. You have people from Kerry, mostly white people, saying, like, uh, and the boundaries of comedy and all this. Like, it's nothing to do with that. Like, the core of this is racism. Like, you had um, Paul from Kerry yesterday, the restaurant owner, saying, like, can he not take the piss out of his friends from Calvin anymore? Um, he's a fat, middle-aged, bald man. Like, uh, when people take the... will mock him and stuff, he doesn't get offended, like... Like, people in, from Calvin aren't harassed in the street. Um, I don't know, middle-aged, fat, bald men weren't put in chains and taken from their homes. And, like, you have to, the historical context of, like, being black and how black people are being treated today. That's what it's about. Yeah. And, like, we, we can all agree that, like, racism is bad and we need to stamp it out. And deflecting from that by, like, pointing the finger at um, the boundaries of humour and what Tommy can and cannot say. It's, it's not about that. It's about Emer's experience. And we should be listening to more black people and like how they feel rather than having a load of white people on discussing about the boundaries of humor. That's basically it. Like. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't think anybody was saying that she didn't have a right to find it offensive. And, moreover... I wasn't, and neither would you, and none of us were obviously yeah. present at the conversation on the phone between herself and Tommy. No, and she yeah. seems to have been quite, quite yeah, impressed yeah, by him. She his, accepted the apology, that's great. But, I but hold on, no, 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 no. It's, yeah. it, there's more to it than that. Yeah. There's more to it than that. She said that they had a very, very enlightening conversation. Yeah. And she, she found him genuinely understanding of her point of view, of her point of view. Yeah. And he did say he was sorry. And he went on stage and took it out of the show and explained why he had taken out of the show. Yeah. And that said he a, would learn. Said yeah, he would learn from friend. it. But that was a p- private conversation between two people. Like Tommy Taylor. Can I ask you a further question, though, Gav? Yeah. Why did she then go? And I, I'd love to ask her myself, but she's not here. Why did she then go on the Clareborn show? Okay, because, okay, it was a private conversation between the two of them. Mm-hmm. And that was that was resolved. But then she's being bombarded with like racist comments. Which online. is totally wrong. It is yeah. despicable. So, yeah, but despicable, Tommy Tiernan, Gavin. I wouldn't, I wouldn't let anybody say anything like yeah. that about her. But Tommy Tiernan has a huge platform in this country. And all she wants to do is for him to speak publicly, to con- condemn it totally. 
Yeah. And then the people who are attacking her might listen to Tommy then. Like. Well, that, where we were with this yesterday, and it, it spilled into today a big time, was I was kind of asking the question, well, if I was his press advisor or publicity yeah. advisor, would I be saying to him, Tommy, here's what you need to do. You need to pick up the phone to... I don't know, Claiborne or, or, or Tobes or the, the Tonight Show on Virgin Media, pick up the show, pick up the phone to somebody and say, go on the show and say, okay, look, now, me, Emer and I have had a conversation. Yeah. I've made certain changes to the show as a result of that conversation. Now, please, lay off the woman. Like, does he need to do something like that, do you think? I'd probably be perfect. It's to invite Emer onto his own talk show. Like he's had well, that's pre-recorded, so we can't do that now. That's in the can since before but, Christmas. Yeah, but uh, maybe yeah, I have next an open season. invitation next for the season, future. Maybe. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I would almost bet you that she will be on the next season. I hope so. That they'll probably resolve the matter then, like you know. Because I've, I've, in, I've interviewed her, and uh, she's a most enjoyable interview. I think she'd make a fantastic television guest, anyway. Yeah, yeah. But I think Oz. Like as people, like we shouldn't say like how she should feel or what is offensive. Like it's, it's not up to us; it's up to her. Like so, agreed. Should just, agreed. But yeah. doesn't does, doesn't that kind of encompass every group? Like if you go to Tommy's show, no, no, like, no. I don't know if you've been to Tommy's show. No, nothing like, is spared. Nobody are is exceptional. Spared. Like like we cannot live their experience. So certain Correct. groups are exceptional. Like so, I don't do know, we like, make a list? Of groups that you don't go at? No, maybe just listen to the individual and like their experience. Like it's easy for Irish people to think, "Oh, we were treated badly in England and bloody bland." Oh, we were after the famine. That's very yeah. true. But all we have to do, within a generation, all we have to do is change your accent or our language, and then we we just into like black people can't change the color of their skin. So like they are an exceptional group. Like so, we have to see it from their point of view, which is all impossible for white people. Like. Where does your interest come in this, Kevin? I, I don't know. I just hate to see Ireland going in the direction that some countries are going. Like, it'll break my heart to see like the right wing get a hold in this country, and that like if we belittle, belittle this behaviour, it's just going to get out of hand. Like, just going ass, ah, just a joke, it's just this, it's just that. Like, that's where the problem lies, and it'll get bigger and bigger. Like so. Yeah. I don't know, stamp, stamp it out at the very start, like so. Okay. 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 Yeah. Gav, thank you. Good contribution. Appreciate the call. 0818 96 96 96. And look, those of us who happen to be white don't have a right. I think, I think that's what Gavin is saying. We don't have a right to judge Emer's court. That's what Gavin seems to be saying. And we... He takes the piss out of everybody. Tommy does. But there are certain groups. This is, and that's, that, that's, this develop it a little bit. Gavin believes that certain groups, people of color being among them, are off of the agenda. So let's, let's, let's develop that if you want to. Do, do, do you think that certain groups, certain sectors of society, Certain people, say people with a disability, or whatever, you're choosing yourself. Should there be certain groups, sectors, communities, who are off limits when it comes to comedy? 0818 96 96 96. There's loads and loads and loads and loads and loads. Um, let me get, I'm trying to find a new one. Yes, ah, poor old Tommy. He's got a heart of gold, really, though. We're all bound to say the wrong thing. And while I haven't heard the joke, I do think fair play to him for how he's dealt with it. It's like when, and this is a very recent example, and one I followed. It's like when Lizzo had a word spaz in her song, Girls. And UK and Irish fans made her aware that it was an offensive term in this part of the world. The word spaz is offensive in this part of the world. She re-recorded the song, re-released it, and apologized. Because she didn't know that the word was connotated that way in this part of the world. So she re-recorded it and apologized. 
but people were still calling for her head. This is from Kaz, who says, We do need to be mindful of not using humour as a cover to continue oppression, but we also need to know where to draw the line with understanding something's just a joke. Taking Tommy as the person he seems to be, genuinely be, from his podcast and his shows and his other interviews, he genuinely seems to be a good egg, and he has handled it honourably, in my opinion, says Kaz. And then Sean wants to know, do we have a figure for any taxi drivers who've rung in to complain? No, Sean, we don't. Emer hasn't escalated this. There's no name on this one, but it's a good point. Emer hasn't escalated this. The media reporting on it has, and she gets the blame. I think that's a dig at programs like this, continuing the conversation. But when we open a topic to the floor and it takes off, we'll, we'll go with that. They had a private conversation. She hasn't said anything since, but people are acting as if she's been going on about it, which is completely untrue. Punching down on the non-famous person as usual. Well, she has done more after that private conversation. And that, I think, is where it could have ended. This is my judgment as a journalist now. I'm not as a Tommy Tiernan fan, not as a comedy fan. As a journalist, my view is that if she had, and my professional view, if she had had the private conversation with Tommy Tiernan, and then just said, we've had a conversation, the matter's resolved between us. We'll leave it at that. Quartz 96 FM. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.